Do you like vampires, witches, and vampire hunters? Oh my. Then join us to learn more about Eddie Steele, Vampire Hunter, in the Hunter series, book one. Hi, this is Shia. Hi, this is Jojo. And, and we are potheads who read. <laughs> um, we are, yeah, how, how are you doing today, Sheila? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we were kind of getting settled into the fall, fall festivities because it, it is mid-October. And so we we went to a, a farm and did pumpkin patch and hayride and all that fun stuff that little small children love. So that's what we did today with my son. How about you? I didn't do much today. <laughs> that sounds lovely. <laughs> kind of a, a lazy day for me. Um, but I kind of pulled a muscle in my neck. So I've been laying on a heating pad. But I did get to talk to my sister, and she has started doing this book folding art where the book fans open, and she, like, folds the different pages to make a different picture on the front. And it's, it's so awesome. So cute. And she just sent me a jack-o'-lantern that she did today. But the really funny part was, obviously, as big Harry Potter fans, I got my family into it my sisters into it very much and we were actually just having a texting conversation right before we started recording and she was <laughs> like if I did a Harry Potter series or uh, like a Harry Potter scene or picture she's like should I use a Harry Potter book or a different random book and I was That's like so hard so hard because you're like it's Harry Potter related so it definitely should be Harry Potter but do you ruin a Harry Potter book? I hate to see a Harry Potter book ruined. So I was, she said, would it help if it was a used Harry Potter book? And I was like, yes. Yeah. But ultimately, I feel like if it's going to be Harry Potter themed, it should definitely be a Harry Potter book. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's, it's hard. Oh, yeah. I see, uh, every time I see those, um, those books, folded book arts, which I'm always amazed by. And I'm like, that's so gorgeous. Then I'm like, oh, that poor book. Um, and I feel the same way about like, on Pinterest, you'll see the ornaments where people tear the books apart and then they put them like decoupage them onto the, the, the glass ornament. And then I'm like, oh. I'm like, why did you just do that to that book? Like, but then you're also like, I'm gonna buy twelve, right? Three. <laughs> I love books, but I'm not gonna tear a book up. I personally cannot tear a book up, but if somebody can, more power to you, and just do it the right way. <laughs> exactly. Well, but with the 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 book, the folding book art that your sister's doing, that is, um, I mean, you could unfold it and still read it technically right technically i think you probably could unless you want to ruin the art <laughs> um, 
It's hard. I mean, I'm showing Shia pictures, a uh, picture of the one that she sent me today, and it's so adorable. It's adorable. I love it. I don't know if I've ever heard of this art form before, but oh. it, I she loves it, and they're so cute. She did a black cat. She started doing some Christmas stuff for the holidays coming up. Um, she did the word love, which was adorable. I bet. Um, she did, she's been doing some other stuff too. And she, um, my sister has always said that I was the really creative one, but she is really creative and the stuff that she gets into is so unique. And I'm like, I would never think to do that. And I just am amazed by her. So she, she's really talented. She made a, a, a whole teddy bear. Oh my gosh. For she my made son when he was born, a whole teddy bear, like from scratch. Gorgeous teddy bears. Amazing bears she makes them for all the babies and they're adorable and I used to collect teddy bears and she still hasn't made me one so my god <laughs> feels very special because I don't even have a teddy bear and I used to collect them um <laughs> hey April teddy bear for your sister for Christmas <laughs> Harry Potter themed is best <laughs> all right so um yeah, let's get on to our our our, our first book. book. Our yeah, first book. first book. Um, it's real. It's such a cute little book. Um, Shlo, you go ahead and introduce exactly what it is and why it was picked. Okay, so the book we picked was called Eddie Steele, Vampire Hunter, Book One, and it's by Grayson Grave. And um, I. I was on my Facebook just scrolling one night and I had this Amazon link popped up and it was like a uh, free free book and I was like ooh free book and so I went and clicked it and I was like that sounds kind of interesting I had I I I just read the little blurb that the um the synopsis on on Amazon um I didn't look at age or anything um i was really just kind of like i i, I was intrigued by the in synopsis a little bit but then i was also intrigued by this free book that like showed up on my facebook page and who doesn't love free so that that was kind of it was uh, that's why it just sounded kind of cute and fun and and it was free <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, I am going to actually read the little blurb that was on um, Amazon for the purchase. Um, it says, Eddie steals a vampire hunter. There's only one problem. She doesn't have her hunter powers. No super strength, no super speed, nothing. When she goes back to school after the summer, she's surprised to find a new boy has joined her class. Even more surprising, he's a vampire. If only there was a way to stake him through the heart without anyone noticing. Um, so we're going to talk initial impressions. <laughs> so she, she was the one who suggested it to me. And honestly, um, the thing that I really gravitated toward right away was actually the book art the yep. the front cover i was like i didn't really know what to expect i was the same way i didn't really look at an age range 
Um, I didn't really look at anything more than what it said and the actual book art. And I thought it was going to be probably a quick little cute read, which is exactly what I got from yeah. it. Yeah. I uh, thought, well, I've read tons of vampire stories. I always like to see somebody's interpretation of a vampire. Um, I like fantasy. I like realistic. I like a lot of different things. I like when they cross over. Yeah. Into each other, which... I didn't realize was actually going to be as realistic as it actually was, like, everyday life. Yeah. Um, but I actually ended up really enjoying the book overall. Yes, me too. Yeah, um, my initial impression was I really enjoyed it. It was it was a fun book to read. Mm -hmm. um, it was quick. I feel like if, if you, if you want to get into reading or you just need something that's really quick, this will be it. I mean, you could probably read it um, if you have the, the the time without interruptions. I would say you could probably read it in a in a, a night. Oh, easy. I don't consider myself a super fast reader. I'm pretty moderately fast, comparable to some people. Yeah. And I feel like I did end up reading it over the course of like two two nights. Yeah. But it probably took me like a total of like three and a half hours to read this yeah. book. Yeah, it was a short. It, it was a short read. Um, yeah. yeah, part of the interesting thing for me is obviously um, part of what Sheila and I bring to this discussion is is our background. I don't have um, I don't have any children or anything, but I could imagine like my friends sitting down and reading this book with their kids. Or their child, like, finding the novel, for, like, the, well, it's not really a novel, like, the book for themselves and having yeah. it, like, a first book that they really love. Yeah. Maybe read a couple times. Like, I still remember my first book that I gravitated to and read in right. grade school. And, I've, and I probably read it, like, three or four times, like, as a child. For sure, well, yeah. See this being that type of book. Yeah, this is definitely a great um a good chapter book to start your your early young readers on um my little boy he's about to turn six so um he and so he's just learning how to read he probably would not be able to read this by himself but like i could definitely i feel comfortable even with the content of it i feel comfortable um sitting down with my son and reading it out loud to him and then, you know, later on, it, when he, he had the vocabulary and all the understanding of um, the concepts of reading, because that's what he's doing right now in school, um, he would definitely, you know, I, I could see him probably enjoying this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like also, like you and I, when we were both like partway through the book, we had discussed it a little bit. And we were discussing, like, ages that could actually read it. And we actually gave a bunch of ages. And then we were talking about, like, grades that people could read this in. Or, like, children could read this in. And then we actually found tonight that <laughs> it, suggests, it actually suggests an age level and grade level. Right. And it, it does suggest on Kindle um, age level 9 through 12. And then grade levels 3 through 6. Yeah. Um, I would feel like if you have somebody who your child's an advanced reader, 
they could definitely read this. If you want to sit and read a book with your child, you could definitely sit and read with them and definitely. read it. There's some parts that, um, depending on the age of the child, could be a little scary. But, um, or just a child in general, some yeah, children child in general could, it could be a little scary for them, but, um, I wouldn't say that like, as far as like a traditional vampire goes, the vampires that you meet in this book are not like really terrifying. There is some humanity behind them along with the main characters, April, uh, Vladimir and Edie, Eddie, 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 Eddie. Not Eddie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got it. Um, with Eddie, like, there's a lot of humanity behind these characters. So there really is, yeah. And I, there's definitely some great lessons for the um, for the characters, or or that the characters are trying to teach that the the reader. So. Yeah, I mean, you have, the thing that I really liked about this, too, is you have um, a lot of relationships happening in this book. You have, Definitely. you have the relationship between the children and their loyalty and honor to each other as children. Yeah. Um, their, their relationships with their parents. Yeah, yeah, the relationship with the parents, you have grandparents that are brought into it. There's even a little, like, well, it's not a little. There's a big storyline of even, like, how much are you willing to sacrifice of yourself just because another friend likes or dislikes somebody that you don't necessarily like. Right. Which you actually see a lot with April. Um, she's the best friend to Eddie. And, yep. um, she's the, she's the nice little witch or there's a lot of questioning of if she's the witch or not. And she very open arms accepts this new, new, um, child into their class, the new boy in their class, Vladimir. And, um, Eddie is not okay with it. She suspects him right away of being a vampire. Yes. And she has this whole secret life that April can't know about. And so she even is like, like she wants to tell April the truth, but she knows she can't of why she doesn't like this new boy. I mean, there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff behind it. And I feel like even though it's obviously very fictional, like vampires, witches, hunters, all of this stuff, it is something that you deal with every day of like, how, even as adults, like, how are you going to treat somebody that you don't like or don't get along with? Right. Definitely. It, it's that there's just so many layers to this, um, this book, I feel. Yeah. And, and like, just even just like the relationships, like, so we, we touched on it, like, the, there's the relationships of the kids, but there's the relationships of, um, like, Eddie with her parents, like, her mom and her relationship is just, um, I'm just gonna say it, it's not healthy. But very straight, very all about business of the vampire hunters, not yes. a lot of affection. It, yeah. It's it's not a lot of affection, but then, like, her relationship with her and her father is just really loving. He really cares. He wants her his daughter to have a childhood, and um, 
And then there's uh, April and her grandmother. Uh, and April is an orphan. Her parents um, died when she was young. Yeah. And um, and then there's, you, you don't know much about Val, uh, I can't say his name, Vladimir. <laughs> Sorry, my tongue got tied. Um, he's also called Demi in the book. Um, and he, and that was most what he's called most of the time. But he he lives with his father, and there, there's a little bit like you only meet the father like for like a hot second at the end of the book. Yeah, but even then, like you know that there was like he talks all the time about his father mm-hmm. wanting to protect him. He mm-hmm. had a very loving nanny. Oh, yeah teacher who she is just like she was one of those characters that I was like why like I want to meet her in this book and she's only talked about in the book from Demi's point of view and I'm like oh my gosh like I actually want to meet this character like let her her be a part of his life still and like it was just it was one of those things where you really just love the character the thing I really liked and you hit on it Shia was that there's a lot of layers to this storyline and there it go it's so layered and so compact but the thing that the author does so well is he doesn't overcomplicate it no it was really simple while there's all these layers it was simple so simple and you really know that he's speaking, like, he knows the audience that he's speaking to. Yeah. Like, knows he can't make it super complicated. He knows that that it has to be kept interesting. But as an adult reading this, and, like, we'll be reading tons of different genres, and we'll be reading stuff like this, I felt like, even as an adult, I was mildly entertained. Be like, okay, what's going to happen? I was trying to guess. I was like, what about this? What about that? You know, right. and it's the scene, there's a scene like kind of in the middle of the book where um, Eddie and her mom go and try to investigate this this house of someone who had just been killed, a witch who had just been killed. And there's a group of other witches in there and it kind of confirms April being a witch. Right. And... That whole time, I was like, okay, how much do they know? How much are they in on it? Yes. How much are they going to tell? Um, so it was just, like, so fun to just kind of, like, sit there and kind of guess. And then not, like, I didn't want to, like, overly guess and figure it out, though, either. Because I wanted to be amused and find yeah. out find out in time as the reader. So it was, yeah. it was really entertaining. Well, and I think, and you you touched on this just a minute ago, like how he knew what to do for his audience. And just a little like background on the author. He is a primary school teacher in England. He's with these, he's with these kids all day, you know, teaching them and he knows what they like, what they don't like. And then on his, um, I'm pretty sure I read on his website about his books. He was like, my kids or my students, or maybe it was the back of the book where he gave his acknowledgments. Uh, I can't remember where what part I read it at. I might have read it on both. But he was like, I can't thank my class enough for being my my test subjects. You know, like he, they, they got to be a part of this process that he was in with his book. So like how exciting for those kids and 
but like he also knew like how to read them um for his story yeah and so but yeah he's a primary school teacher he's young too he's he's cute like on his facebook page i'm like oh my gosh you're the cutest little guy in the whole world but what are your pros about this book um my pros are definitely i feel like the theme that he was going for with his characters and with the book as far as like you know you have to you have to kind of give people a second chance you have to you have to believe in loyalty you also have to maybe question things that are being said to you like if you're being told one thing and it doesn't feel right to you right like why does it not feel right to you I really liked the character development. One thing that I will say, um, and we talked about this when we first discussed the book, was I was a little shocked to find out that Eddie um, is 10 years old. Yeah, she's 10 years old because it just like the book opens up and it's this child who's like tired and maybe falling asleep in their cereal bowl because of the training that they were doing. And I knew it wasn't like just from how the book read I knew it wasn't going to be a teenager right I I knew this character was not going to be 15 16 17 I knew they wouldn't even be 14 I was thinking 12 13 like maybe right there and then it was like 10 year old and I was like what is going on yeah I I was there too but then it was like okay so she's 10 like it does not even matter it didn't yeah the loyalty that she felt to her friend April and the conflict that she had with it, but then the loyalty that she felt to her mother, even though their relationship's a little bit strained, like the loyalty that this little girl felt through the whole book to her friends, to her mother, to her father, to even the other students that she thought were endangered. Right. I really loved, I really loved her, her character development and just how she was as a character. And like, you really kind of could feel that internal struggle that if you've ever met a child and talked to a child who's around this age, they, they are kind of beginning to feel like some of those struggles just within themselves of like, I really like this kid. Other people don't like them. Right. Um, like what do they do and so I just thought it was really nice to kind of read somebody who was like that and had almost an undying loyalty to her best friend and to to the people around her and really started to think on her own by the end of the book like she really she really grew yeah she her character definitely grew and developed the other characters definitely grew and developed um I don't really want to give away the ending for anybody because I felt the last three chapters of this book were so good. The little twist of the story that he gave at the end with the vampires. Yes. So good. Yeah. Gosh, I just thought it was like such a great twist. And the way it ended and where it ended, I was just like, okay, I'm not even kidding. I immediately was like, so wait, I think he said when book two was coming out, how long am I going to have to wait for book two? <laughs> yeah, it, he did a good job of like tying it all up. And I'll be honest, when I, when I realized how kind of short this book was, I was like, 
how are we going to get from here to here? But he did a really great job in, like, filling it in with really great info and great stories. And it was. It was just really great prose that he did to get us from beginning to end. Yeah, definitely. And I felt like the questions he didn't answer in this book, I was okay with. I was okay with those yeah. questions being the cliffhangers. Definitely. Well, and, I, and, and there's other questions, like, oh, yeah. uh, about April's parents, how they died, because I'm, I have an inkling on what may have happened. Like, I, I we don't know necessarily, but I, I hope this isn't too much information to give away, but Eddie's mother, she was friends with the witch, and it's, you don't, it's only talked about for, like, a short, short minute in the book, but... She was friends with the witch. The mother passed away. Or not the mother. The woman passed away. And me being me, I'm like, oh, that's April's mom. <laughs> no, I totally thought that same thing. I'm like, ooh, I wonder if April's mom was Eddie's mom's best, best friend. friend. Because it also, the, uh, the moment, the thing that I did really like about that, too, is uh, you know, you had said, like, the relationship between Eddie and her father is so loving, and he is really put in a position to kind of be that person just because yes. of who her mother is to her, but the thing that I loved about that storyline, that twist of, like, her having a, a witch friend who'd passed it gave some humanity behind her, made her... Made, made you, her who she is. Yeah, it made her who she is. It made you realize why she was probably a little bit more hard on um, on Eddie to to really, like, focus and pay attention and and get everything going. And I, I felt the same way. I was like, mm, I think the parents are going to come back into it and play a little bit. We're definitely going to hear more about mom and dad and grandma and even Demi's dad and even more probably about but like the past of his mom like what happened to his mom like it's touched on but I think we're gonna learn more as time as or as this series evolves I also feel another little inkling like how you had about April's parents I feel like Eddie's father could possibly have more of a storyline as well. It's when you read about the interactions between the other children and these three children, they just feel like Demi's this quirky kid who is a little too fancy with his bow tie and he has to wear sunglasses and they think he's right. just a go. But then it was like Eddie, Eddie and April... Well, maybe April didn't know necessarily about him being a vampire, but they knew something was, like, a little strange about him. And they even commented about all of them having, like, kind of um, strange names. And that could be what makes them all friends is their strange names. Because yeah. um, April Showers, Eddie Steele, and then it was Vladimir Knox. And it was, like, what a trio they are, you know? Yeah. It's, it didn't seem like other children really knew that there were, like, witches and vampires living in their town. Right. 
or vampire hunters, which makes me wonder because the father, even though um, Eddie's father, even though he did not train, he was not a vampire hunter. He knew about he it. Knows. He, he knows, knows more. Vampires. He knows about the witches. Yeah. Um, and usually in worlds like this, if there's a group of people that have to be kind of hidden, they don't allow usually like outsiders to kind of be marry into it. Control and like marry into people, like, you know, yeah. marry into families and stuff. So I am kind of intrigued to see like if there's going to be more backstory about the father. Yeah. Are there any pros that we didn't hit on that you can think of that you had as well? Um, I think, you know, we you had a lot of the same pros that I had. Um, what about cons? Did you have any cons? You talk about the cons since I started with the pros. Gosh, like, it was hard for, th- this one, this book was actually really hard. Like, I didn't ever feel like it dragged or anything. Honestly, this one's hard. Like, I, only thing, like, con, I would say, is I didn't. I didn't like the mother, really. But that's more of a character development, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. So I feel like I really can't talk about (laughs) And I guess maybe the only con is, and it's not a bad con, is like, I'm like, it's over. Like, it was was, was such a a short, quick read that I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm ready for more. Um, So, but that's just my Sheila, a Sheila issue, not a... A book issue because I, I totally understand he needs this to be not for adults this needs to be for his his you know his audience his audience right which I feel like that's where my cons would lie into it if I had any like major cons about this book about the storyline about or, or about anything I feel like the cons would be coming from the point of view of an adult reading this book And not knowing what the audience was intended for this book. Right. Because it would be like, you know, like, why didn't they go into this more? Why didn't they do this? Like, why would they put this character in this situation or have them do this? You know, there's a lot of stuff like that that you could almost, like, pick apart at. But you could do that with any book. Yes. But, like, all the stuff that I felt like the characters did or, like, chose to do... There was, like, intention behind it. There was there was reason for it. Yeah. Um, it was thought out. Like, it was, he has yeah. this planned out. Um, I, I don't know if he has it planned out to the extent that, like, maybe J.K. Rowling had, like, Harry Potter planned out. Like, right. she knew the end when she started writing Harry Potter from right. everything that I've, I've read about it. I, you know, he knows what the end point is, I believe. Yeah. With his story. He knows what's going to happen at the end. It's not just going to be like, well, I'm just writing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... I feel like if I would have to give a con, I would say my only thing is as much as I loved, like, the last three... three-ish chapters of the book, like, even three or four chapters of the right. book, at the same time, I felt like... Some of the stuff was a little rushed. Yeah, it, it did maybe seem rushed towards the end. You know, they they like go on to a ship to to get to the vampires. The decision of how to do that 
like just some of the fight scenes and how it ended, it was just all really super quick. And I almost feel like maybe he could have added like an extra chapter. But right. then I also wonder like if he would have added in an extra chapter, like would I have felt like it was too much? True. And so maybe it maybe it is something that really should have been kept short and simple and almost rushed and quick. But I also feel like maybe that's I felt that way a little bit because I felt like the scene when um Eddie and her mother go to a graveyard, they actually meet a vampire. Right. I think his name was Rafe. Rafe, yes. Yeah. And I felt like that scene had a lot of action in it. It was a little bit longer. You kind of got into a little bit more stuff of like how Eddie was feeling through it, like what her mom was doing. So I kind of felt like that was like perfect. And so when it came to the end, they were fighting more vampires. And it was a lot more going on. A lot more going on. And they just went. I felt like it still just went by a little quick. Yeah. Um, but again, like that's if I really want to nitpick for some cons for this. And honestly, it's like those were my favorite chapters as well. So do I really would I really want him to change it? I'm, right. I'm not sure. That also comes back to his audience. Did he not want to make it too too much because of his audience? And then the other thing I was thinking of while you, you kind of spoke about it was maybe it got to the point where he wasn't sure how to write about, like, the fight choreography. Right. You know, because I think sometimes that's a hard thing to write about if you may not know um, all the the terms or how to how to maybe put from what you see in your mind's eye onto paper. Right, which I totally agree with you on that. I think that's a really valid point. I mean, you and I danced in college together, and how many times did we have to write a dance down? And it was literally like, <laughs> it would be like, do a swiggly leg. And like, you knew what that meant, but nobody <laughs> else was like, what's a swiggly leg? You'd be like, you know, when you turn it like this and like, roll it, they'd be like, okay. Or how many times? For you, it made perfect sense. Right. Or how many times did we write, we wrote our choreography, we weren't actually doing our choreography, we didn't do it, and then write it down, but, like, we're like, oh, this came into my head, so you write it down, and then you go and try it, and you're like, oh, hell no, that did not work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> mean, <laughs> so, I mean, action, I mean, as somebody who dabbles in writing myself, and, like, writing short stories, and... I have written a vampire short story where some action had to be in there. And it's like, even somebody who knows how a body moves and like how things translate and, and kind of how to translate movement to paper, those scenes can be really hard. I, yeah, I can imagine. So maybe he doesn't want to promote too much violence. I mean, he is, his audience is children. Yeah. He, Talking about like blood and vampires needing blood and sucking blood and and right. hurt people and it's like when you talk about they kidnapped it, kidnapped a child. Yeah, you talk about it and it's thought out and you're like, okay, it's it's just a thought. And then when you actually have to do it, it's like 
do you really want to show that much violence? Right. Oh, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of I, stuff that goes into it. Yeah. But again, I feel like the pros of this book definitely outweigh the cons. Totally. And I think maybe the cons are just part of it is we're adults that are a little desensitized to things. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite character? Um, my favorite character was Demi. I loved him. I loved him. I loved him from when he they first mentioned him walking through the classroom. Yeah. And he had his little like bow tie on. Purple bow tie and purple, purple glasses. Bow tie. His purple sparkly lunchbox. Yes. Like little purple glasses, like everything. Like I really liked him and I really liked him as the thought of of being this dangerous vampire. And he was just this cute little like stuttering boy. Right. Just kind of nervous and he just wanted to make friends and you could kind of tell he was, like, out of his element and just was, like, so thankful when April wanted to sit with him. And yeah. he really did just want to be friends with Eddie. And he, wanted to be, he wanted to be a normal kid. Yeah. I think, you know, and he had always been sheltered his whole life. Yeah. And uh, I loved that he knows ballet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that scene. He taught him ballet. Yeah. I love that he was like, Maggie told me I needed to look smart on my first day, so she told me to dress nice and wear a bow tie, and he never stopped wearing the bow tie, like, the entire book, and it's like, but Maggie told him he should wear it, which is just another thing for why I wanted Maggie to appear in the book. Right. But, um, I mean, he was my favorite character. I really liked him. How about you? Who was your favorite character? I really did, like... Demi, I really liked uh, April's grandma. That was going to be my second pick. Um, she is, she's a little, mis- like, well, so she's a little, like, psychic or something. She knows, like, she knows what the kids are up to. <laughs> she, she just gives them, like, this projection necklace, like, here you go, April. Yeah, go slay the vampires. Their big plan, and they're, like, lying to the, grandpa- the grandmother <laughs> and the father. And the grandmother's like, okay, yeah, you go with the father, wear this necklace. Yeah, right. Like, she, she was just totally like, I know what you're doing, but whatever. But but also, she just has a little bit more, um, I guess, world experience and um, understood things a little bit better than maybe than some of the other adult characters. Yeah. And, and, like, the thing is, is she's not a huge presence in the story no but what what is in there i just i liked her like she's a strong older woman who at the very beginning of the book like april's like my crazy grandma yeah she's like she made me do this all summer she's crazy and and then like the next day she's like or i don't maybe it was that same day but she was like yeah she's talking about witches and stuff and you know like it was just so funny because april hadn't at that point realized that or hadn't been told that she was a witch and then later on she is told but it's just yeah like even like the little ring like april's grandmother gives her the little ring to wear and she was like oh my gosh she made me try on all of these rings (laughs) 
And then she was like kind of annoyed by it, but then it it, it just meant so much at the same time where it's like, you yeah. know, you have to wear the ring. <laughs> yeah. Keep the ring, wear the ring, you know. Just, just wear it. Yeah, I also liked how sassy she was and how committed she was to like the witch code and the witch lifestyle. Yes. But at the same time was aware that, you know, seeing seeing um Eddie seeing April in the ceremony that she saw her in one night would affect her a little bit. And so yeah. she was just like trying to like reassure her at the same time. You're like, hey, your friend's gonna be okay. Yeah. She's all right. I just put her to sleep. Yeah. So she did take into consideration that they, you know, it it is like obviously really big in the witching community for them to figure out what's going on. But she at the same time was like, No, I'm I'm taking care of my granddaughter. I'm taking care of you. We'll yeah. figure this out. Yeah, I'm I hope there's more I would love to have more grandma. I like grandma. Yeah. She honestly almost reminds me of like a uh, Mr. Miyagi, like yeah, karate kid, the wise old person who is kind of all knowing and like just kind of chill, but also a little quirky. Yeah, like really chill. Like I know what you're up to, but I'm not gonna stop you. But I'm gonna help you how I can because you're gonna do this no matter what. You're gonna do it. You're gonna you're gonna do it, and you gotta learn from it. So. Yeah. And I think and I think that's something going back to that is like and as a parent, you know, we have to sometimes be like, okay, you have to let go and be like, all right, I've given you what I can in this world to to do well or to to not do whatever. Yeah. I've given you what I can to make you a smart child, a safe child, but you're still going to go do what you're you're going to do. So um, hopefully you'll use what I've given you. It may not be a use the tool. a necklace. It may not be a amulet with a protective charm on it, but <laughs> um, not everybody can have a witch's amulet. But what I know. Um, yeah, I really liked those two characters a lot. I did really like April's character a lot, too. I don't think there can be enough said about the loyalty that April feels to not just her friend that she's had for a few years, but even, like, the loyalty to kind of, like, stand up to that friend to make yeah. it I mean, that's it. It's hard. It's hard, you know, being, telling your friend, like, hey, you're acting like a jerk. Yeah, absolutely. So I just loved like even like everything about her though. Like her style seems a little quirky. Like she had the um the fluffy yellow, yellow like, jacket. Um and then I loved I loved that Demi got to wear it and it looked better on Demi than Yeah, I'm not that was really cute. Yeah. I mean, I really I just, I loved it. She also is like, you know, she plays the violin and um, yeah. she doesn't really want to be different. Like, I think part of her thing when her grandma was telling her that she might be a witch was she was just so scared of like how different she was going to be and she didn't want to be different. And well, and I think, you know, that goes back to like all kids. We all kind of want to be 
well, even as adults too, like we all kind of want to be fit in or, you know, yeah. and then expe- but especially as children, you want to fit in with the other kids. You, you want to be a part of whatever, and you just don't want to, you don't want to be, you don't want to be picked on. You don't want to be teased. I mean, yeah. and th- this book also talks about bullying because there, there are some bullying scenes and there's even a point where April calls Eddie out on it yes yeah and um and you know and it's true you know it happens so but but for her to be like hey friend you're being a you're being a big jerk that's hard that's hard to tell your friends that yeah especially at 10 right absolutely and you know at 10 years old it's also you think about like how old are you that like how hard is it to invite people to be involved in anything new or anything that you do. Like, yeah, come to my music class and listen to me play the violin. Like, listen to me in the band, you know. Right. And it's like, how many people are willing to, yeah, come see me do this or, you know, come do this. So I really did like April's character a lot. I, I, felt, like she was, I felt like she was a good conscious balance to, to Eddie. Yeah. Um, like, kind of like black and white. One's very... Uh, harsh and really strong hard-edged maybe is a good way to to put it yeah and then there's you know just april who's just kind of this soft beautiful loving and not that eddie isn't loving it's just you know just the the, they were the yin and yang for each other i think i mean eddie is very loving yes tell how loving she is she is very she's protective and very protective about who she loves like she's not letting just anybody in no you know like it took a lot for her even when she thought that there was a possibility that demi was not a vampire and maybe she had it wrong she still was like but could i let him into our group like she's very she's very guarded she is and that goes into why is she guarded? And that goes into another character, which is her mother. Which, um, she's not my favorite character. I do not really like her. At the end, of the, uh, some info comes out and you kind of learn something about her. And you're like, well, okay, maybe I see why she's the way she is. But, like one point I hated was that like she's like you're a vampire hunter and school doesn't matter and blah 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 and Eddie Eddie can barely read yeah and that really makes me mad that like the mom was like it's not that big of a deal because you're gonna be a vampire hunter but the basics that she needs to read are she doesn't have yeah I mean Honestly, for me, I kind of feel like by the end of the book, I was like, I'm not a huge fan of the mother. I don't like the mother at all. Right. And, and I learned something about her, and I was like, okay, she's got I some energy. There's some things in it. And then still, even with all of that, she, for me, kind of a little bit becomes the villain of the book for me oh yeah I have such a strong relationship with my mother that 
it's really hard for me to to read about moms who are like that and I know that there's mothers out there who are not good people and I I understand that and I get how fortunate I am for it but it's it's just one of those things where I really wasn't expecting me to feel like the mother was the villain by the end of the book yeah for just a little bit like for me like she really kind of ends up becoming the villain a little she is I mean and I think but I feel like that's also part of the excitement about the next book is I really I really look forward to her growth as a character see yeah see her get a lot of her like humanity and her love back yeah well and that's the thing is she she does love she really does love eddie even though i don't think she shows it in the right way right or or even lets eddie know because like eddie went after her she didn't have to go yeah hunt for her mother when her mother went missing because the vamp because there's this vampire corporation that the vampire hunters are a part of and they're like oh we know we're gonna we're looking for her but they had no clue where she was and i I just i i love that like three little kids found out um figured it out a lot of the skills that her mother taught her for them to be able to put those skills to use yeah to go find her yeah you're absolutely right. I mean, she still, like, has Eddie's, like, support and love. So that she is obviously doing something right as a mother. Um, so I really, I really look forward to to reading, hopefully, her humanity coming back in the next, yes. next book. Or at least the next couple books. Hopefully she'll, she'll grow. Yeah. Um, and we won't hate her as much. Yeah. As much. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still very, like, the whole reading thing, like, at the beginning of the, like, or what, maybe it was even a third way into the book, I was like, oh, you don't care that your child can't read or can barely read, and, like, that just, yeah, it didn't sit well with me, um, and, and it's not just because I love to read, but right. it's because, you know, I, I know how important reading is is to get you through life even just for like the little things because you know she couldn't even research she was trying to research something and she couldn't do it eddie couldn't do it and so she had to ask um april and april's like uh why but yes i'll do it for you you know just the whole like I'm, i'm hoping that maybe he even like will help her help Eddie grow as a student maybe would be nice as he develops his characters in the other books. Yeah, definitely. So friend, um, what's your overall impression and would you recommend this? So I actually recommended this book before I even finished it. it. That's true. Um, I did. I was actually talking to a coworker who is a good friend of mine and his, I was like, how old is your son again? And he was telling me and I was like, what's his reading level? Cause his son knows I'm a big reader. And so when I saw his son a few months ago, he had told me about like a book he was reading and stuff. And I was like, I really think he would like this. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Maybe something your wife and you could like help read with him or like give him to read. And 
So I would actually recommend this. I um, already did recommend it. My overall impression was that even if parts of the, the story felt a little too simple or like a little too forced, I like overall it was such a, a fun read. I feel like it deals with a lot of issues that children are dealing with now, even though it's in a fantasy form with witches and vampires and vampire hunters. Um, and I feel like it just overall is just like, you know, be a good person. Like if you're a good person, that's, that's really all you can be, you know, that's not yeah. a bad thing. And that's, you just gotta do, you have to follow your heart and do certain things. And it's okay to ask questions. Yes. Like, Eddie was always like, you don't have to do that. And her mom's like, yes, you can. Or She's like, no, you don't. So, like, asking and pushing back, it's okay. And it's also okay to ask for help from your friends. Totally. It's one thing that Eddie really doesn't want to do because she doesn't want her friends to get hurt. And it's at it, there is a certain point where you're like, are you not asking them to help? Because you don't think they can do it and you don't want them hurt? Or do you not want to ask them for help because you just want to do it? How about you? My overall impression, I really enjoyed it. Um, I would definitely recommend it for adults or even just, um, you know, like probably that, I would say 8 to 10 or 8 to eight to 12, yeah. I, I'm even going a year younger than what, what they're saying. Because I feel like there's some eight-year-olds out there that would enjoy this. If they're reading the Harry Potter books, they could read this book. Oh, definitely, definitely. Because um, I know there's some young um, Harry Potter readers out there at, like, eight or nine. So, But I, I did. I really enjoyed it. I love the character development and growth throughout the book. And I look forward to see what he does with what um, Grayson does with the rest of the a series. series it'll be fun to see how the kids grow and what happens with the adults and and everything I'm I, like now I'm like great I, I have another my the only okay here's the only con I have <laughs> I have another series that I have to keep up with <laughs> yes that's true that is true why do we have to have another series no I totally agree I am actually really excited like I hope I can't wait for, for book two. He already said on his website yes. that there is going to be a book two. Um, I believe yes. he even said he already sent it to the editor. Yes, the That's first draft they're doing already the went to the editor. Um, so with that being said, I would also be really interested in like other projects this author could be doing. Um, I mean, like he said, he is he does teach in primary school in England, so he, I'm yeah. sure he probably doesn't have a huge amount of time with, like, all of that stuff. But I would love to see other stuff that comes out from this author in the yeah. future, too. Like, he, he does have a Facebook page. It's Grace and Grave. Um, his website is www.grayson, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N grave g-r-a-v-e dot com um he actually has a youtube channel right now where the first two chapters of eddie Steele vampire hunter are um read out loud so if you don't want to download the book 
and you like audiobooks, he has the first two chapters uh, being read. I have not listened to him, so I don't know if it's him or if he's hired somebody. And the other thing is, on his Facebook page, he posted the other day. I was I was stalking his Facebook. Well, it's not really stalking when it's his public Facebook page, but for his books. But um, but I went to go check it out more and read more about like who he is. But um, he he has done some like fan fiction. Oh yeah, I remember you saying yeah. that. I'm gonna have um, to. So, because you were talking about maybe reading more of what he's yeah. done. Um, so, that w- I, that's something that I need to go check out now. Because Harry Potter, you know, love that. Um, so, I need to go check out some of that. But he, you know, so he do- he has done some other writing. I think you even said that he had been um, writing since he was, like, a teen. I thought I read that. I could be making that up. I I didn't do as much research as you did. I didn't do I didn't do a lot. I probably I probably <laughs> you know how much I actually did to prepare for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on his website though that he had been he had been writing and um even in his acknowledgments and his about the author like he he's somebody who likes to tell stories and so if it wasn't for for public knowledge or public use he's probably been writing stories and stuff for for friends and family since he was young probably (laughs) I really enjoyed it I look forward to his stuff in the future I definitely if you get a chance and you have three-ish hours read the book yeah if you have a some kids Sit down and read it aloud to him. Enjoy it with your child. I mean, the chapters, there's like one or two chapters that are really long. Um, And when I say really long, I mean like six, seven pages. And then there's short ones. But then a lot of those are really short. So you could easily sit down and just read a couple chapters a night with your kids or read a couple chapters a night for yourself and then read them the next night to your kids, you know, and then like kind of read ahead or whatever. and totally worth the read I think everybody would really enjoy it definitely I think I think you're right so that was Eddie Steele Vampire Hunter we we, we actually have a book list for ourselves um, of books that we want to read and review and or have read and we are making the other person read and review um, <laughs> if you have <laughs> any books that you want to suggest to us or you would love us to review we do have an an email that you can reach us at it's potheads who read p-o-t-t-h-e-a-d-s-w-h-o-r-e-a-d at gmail.com so just the name of our podcast at gmail.com um you can reach either one of us there you can email shia and jojo um and we will be all set and we're looking forward to reading more for everybody yeah we also have a facebook page it's called potheads who read (laughs) a podcast (laughs) um just to verify that we're a podcast not anything other than that but yeah so go and like our page and we'll we'll post on that page we'll post um Things that, you know, um, we'll post book stuff, obviously. We'll post um, the title of this book when we're 
and our future stories, or not stories, future books that we're going to read will be like, oh, if you want to read with us, this yeah, is the book we'll we're going to read. Yeah. Um, so we're going to give you plenty of time to read. Yes. Um, we we'll are both post. pretty busy, so we're definitely going to give people time to read if they want to read along with us to know. We'll also be doing some movies and stuff like that, too. So if there's a book that has a movie, we will do some comparison with that as well. Yes. So, yeah, we're we're looking really forward to reading with everyone. Yeah. So thank you for joining us and talking or listening to us talk about a book. Yeah. It's like she and JoJo's book club over here. Yeah, we're just excited that we actually get to share our book club with other people because we've been doing our own personal book club for years. Way too long. Way too long. We should have started this years ago. So, yeah, we're really excited. Yes. But thanks for joining us, and we'll let you know what the next book is because we're obviously not that far ahead in life. We just got so excited about this book that we had to talk about it. Yeah. Now. We immediately uh, started everything very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. But um, next next time, hopefully, the plan is, is we'll talk about a book. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to be like, and next week, well, not next week, our next book. Next episode. <laughs> our next episode will be blah, blah, blah. So, but we're just, we're just so excited about this book and about um, everything that we've been doing so far for the podcast, the the artwork and and everything that we just we had to start now yes and yeah i think with that have a great great night everybody yeah go crack a book open go crack a book and i we look forward to reading with you more all right bye bye